Hey everybody, thank you for choosing the Richlands Tabernacle Podcast. Right here every Thursday you will hear two new sermons from the church that were delivered either by Pastor Horton or one of the other ministers from the church. We hope you enjoy. God bless. Been a wonderful place to be and uh, sure desire your prayers. Down a little bit in my voice, I got caught in the rain the other day. I think I'm coming down some sniffles, but... I tell you, I'm glad to be in Richlands. I sure appreciate Brother Philip, Sister Carolyn, the church. I was thinking over there a moment ago at all the camp meetings they put on through the years. This the church here at Richlands, and hard to tell how many people it's helped through the years. Isn't that wonderful? And uh, just the preaching last night and already today, and I was able to hear some this week through Mixler, and it's just been wonderful, and we're so thankful to be a part of it. <clears throat> we desire your prayers to have a little thought on my heart I'd like to get across to us here, the book of Luke chapter 17, the book of Luke chapter 17, <coughs> if the Lord would help us here. <coughs> Verse 26 says, and as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it also be, so shall be also in the days of the Son of Man. They did eat and they drank and they married wives. They were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark, and the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise also, as it was in the days of Lot, they did eat, <coughs> they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they builded. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Verse 30, even thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. In that day he which shall be upon the housetop, and his stuff in his house, let him not come down to take it away. And he that is in the field, let him likewise not return back. Verse 32 would be my text today. Remember Lot's wife. Remember <coughs> Lot's wife. In my text today, Jesus is preaching here, and he's teaching them some things of the conditions that will be happening in the day, at the time, the current events of his return. Amen. And, uh, and he's telling them that uh, in the last days, basically, the world will be so caught up on living life that they have no time for God. Amen. Doesn't that truly liken the hour that we're living in today? We're living in a time where people have time to do everything under the sun besides, amen, remember God. Hallelujah. And, uh, and he, he tells them here, he says, I want you to remember Lot's wife. Hallelujah. And uh, that, that's what I want to preach on for just a few minutes here today. Amen. And uh, and. Uh, what about this woman? The Bible doesn't even give her a name. We don't know her name. We only know that she was the wife of a man by the name of Lot. Hallelujah. And uh, we really don't even know that she ever had much of an experience with God. I believe Lot did because Peter called him just. Amen. And so uh, it appears that I looked into this, and I don't want to don't want to say that there's something there that was not, but uh, it appears to me, and I, some of these brothers can correct me on this if I'm wrong, that Lot never found his wife until he moved and got down in Sodom. Amen. 
it appears that that's where he found this woman. Hallelujah. And I'd like to stop right here just a moment and, and, uh, and tell that uh, that's a bad place to find a wife down in Sodom. Amen. I preach to my girls, and they're the only ones old enough to even think about looking at a boy. Amen. My oldest is 17, and I don't even like the thoughts of it. Hallelujah. But uh, I tell them all the time, amen, don't ever even think about looking at a boy if he don't have a relationship with God, amen. Oh, that's right, hallelujah. Uh, somebody said, be ye not unequally yoked together with the unbelievers. I believe that 100%, but I tighten it down a little tighter than that, amen. I mean, you, you ought to find you somebody, amen, not only that's saved, but believes and lives like you live, hallelujah. Oh, yes, uh, amen. There's only to, that I know of two major decisions in life or two of the most major decisions in life. The first one is that choice of following Jesus and being saved. Amen. And the second most important decision, young person, that you'll ever make is the decision of who you decide to marry in this life. Hallelujah. It's a very important decision. Amen. And I don't want to uh, dive too much into this, but I feel like uh, Lot possibly didn't spend enough time praying and seeking God. Uh, amen. And who he should marry. Hallelujah. Oh, yes, uh, we don't know a lot about Lot, uh, uh, his wife, amen, but we know much about Lot, and we know he was a prosperous man. We know that Lot was a wealthy man, uh, amen. Lot was a wealthy man before he ever moved to Sodom. You know the story, how that his herdmen and Abraham's herdmen began to have quarrel one with another, so they had to split, uh, and Lot looked out after the well-watered plains uh, of Jordan, amen, and uh, determined in his heart that's the direction that I'm going to go that's the first bad decision that Lot made uh, amen even looking at that bright shiny light uh, to go down there and make some money amen ah uh, yes uh, over there uh, amen uh, and, and Lot said uh, I want to get down there and make some more money I want to get down there and be more prosperous uh, amen then for the sake uh, amen of earthly prosperity Lot was cut off from his godly uncle and he drifted into a backslidden condition it appears. Amen. Oh yes. Amen. I'm not going to say that his wife was the total cause of his backsliding but there isn't any doubt from the story that she was a major cause. Amen. And it is, has been the major cause of a lot of men and a lot of women. Amen. Quitting on God because of who they decided to marry. It's an extremely important decision in life. Uh, amen. But oh, uh, not only did they uh, possibly choose bad in marriage, uh, but they chose to live, uh, amen, in the most wicked city of that day. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. I, I tell you what, I would not uh, quit a job uh, in the city where a good holiness church is. Uh, I wish somebody would help me preach here. Uh, amen. I ain't going to preach much longer but I tell you I've seen people do this I've got a good opportunity to go down to this other city and make a lot of money a lot did too but let me tell you something there ain't no holiness preacher down in that city great God amen a lot what are you thinking you got a man of God you got a pastor you got 
want somebody to pray for you in the middle of the night. Don't ever, amen, move into that city where there ain't no man of God, where there ain't no church, where there ain't no spirit of God. Lot, what are you thinking? Lot, what's in your mind? The glitter of gold has blinded many eyes. And I come to tell us, get your eyes, amen, off the glitter of the gold. Oh, yes. Amen. All he could see was dollar signs. He was prosperous. Amen. Before he ever went to Sodom, you don't have to go to Sodom. Amen. To make a lot of money. Boaz thought the same thing. Boaz thought, uh, amen, I'm going to go to, I'm sorry, Elimelech. Amen. Elimelech thought, uh, amen, I'm going to leave the house of bread and I'm going to get down there. I'm going to make some money through a time of famine and I'm going to come back home. But it never worked out for Elimelech. But Boaz stayed home, amen, and suffered through the famine. Hey, I come to tell us, uh, God will bless you if you'll just stay put. God will bless you if you'll stay in the house of bread. It might be dry. It might be hard times. Great God, weeping may endure for the night, but joy cometh in the morning. I said joy cometh in the morning. I got to move on here. Amen. It's a strange and a tragic example. Oh, yes, of how money and how possessions, amen, move lot to go down to this wicked city. Oh, oh yes, I'd like to say, amen, a few more things here before I move on. Amen, if you got a praying pastor in your life, it's always the worst decision to turn your back and walk away on that man of God. Did you hear that? I said it's always the worst decision that you'll ever make. I am who I am today because I had a holiness preacher. Amen. When I played on the ball teams, he preached to me and said, if you're ever going to preach and never do anything for God, you'll quit that and devote your life to God. And that's what I did. I listened to the old Abraham that was in my life. And I feel like telling somebody, you got Abraham in your corner that's preaching to you, that's teaching to you, that's telling you how you need to live. Amen. Don't walk away. Don't leave for Sodom. It's a terrible move. Amen. Oh, I don't want to damper the mood here. Brother Milliken's going to preach to us in just a moment. Amen. But once you get inside them, amen, once you plant roots down there, it's like an old car. Amen. Oh, yeah. I got a bunch of old cars. I got a lot of business. Hey, Brother Philip, I got two or three old pickup trucks. And my boys get on to me all the time. Why don't you get some better trucks? Well, because you're going to tear them up. <laughs> I'm always working on them old trucks, Brother Roger. Hey, man, you get planted down in Sodom. Hey, man, the more you sink in it, the more you got to keep sinking in it. Oh, yeah. Old car and nickel and dime you to death. And before you know it, you got too much invested. Hey, man, to turn back. And that's what Lot did. He got himself built up. He sat at the gate. Hey, man, of the city. 
he had too much invested to turn back now until God finally spoke to Abraham. Hey, God, going back to that man of God again. And he said, Abraham, Lot is down in that wicked place. Amen. It's a cesspool of sin, and I'm going to destroy that city, but I can't hide it from you, Abraham. Now, I don't have time to get into all, but you remember, amen, Abraham pleaded and said, if there's 50 righteous men, amen, will you spare the city? Remember that? And God said, for their sakes, and because you ask me, Abraham, amen, I'll spare the city for 50 righteous men. But God said, I hate to tell you, but there's not even 50 men. Great God, that's a wicked city when you can't find 50 righteous men. Oh, 40 and 5? I'll do it. But there's not 45. 40? 30? Amen. 20? All the way down to 10. Righteous men. And God said, I'll spare the city for 10 men. But God said, listen to this. This will keep you up at night. God said, there's not even 10 righteous men in that city. That's a terrible indictment to the city of Sodom. But I believe it's the greater indictment. Amen to Lot. Lot, what are you doing in Sodom? Why you got your kids down there? Why are you raising your children in a place such as that? Lot, what is wrong with you? Finally, God sends some angels down there, and the angels are coming into town. And Lot still knew God. He still knew enough about God to know when God was speaking and God was moving. Amen. And he gets them angels, and he says, won't you come to my house? Amen. And they went to Lot's house. And you know the story. I believe Lot's wife probably went in there and got to fixing dinner, got to fixing the best she had, amen, to feed these men that God had sent. But listen to this, amen. If there hasn't been enough through this entire story, amen, to slap Lot and his wife across the face and make them wake up, this should have been enough. Amen. Them Sodomites of that city, they came and they started beating on the doors and said, give us those two men. Amen. That strode into town today. Oh, God. Amen. My heart's breaking. Here, Give us those men. And this is what breaks my heart. Lot stands up and says, I can't do it. I can't give you these men. But here's my daughters. Take my daughters. No, Lot. No. Give them your house. Give them your money. Give them your cars. Don't give them your family. Hey, I come to tell us, don't give up on your family. Don't, Lot, give up on your kids. Oh. Sister Vance, I die for I'd send my kids into that cesspool of sin. Amen. That guy was giving that interview, Brother Philip. Amen. You say you don't know what you'll do. 
until you're there. Well, they was interviewing him. He had had a house fire. And he, and I think a couple of his boys was in that fire. Amen. Oh, and he had made it out alive, but a, a child or two had burned up alive, Brother Seth, in that house. Amen. And they was interviewing that dad. And he was telling all that happened. Great God, I couldn't understand it. Amen. I'm not trying to be hard, but I tell you, if the house is on fire, great God, I'll go down in flames if my kids are in that house. Hey, I come to tell us, remember Lot's wife. Amen. Get out of Sodom and don't look back. I'm done. <laughs> this ain't my style of preaching. I had other things I wanted to preach. And I could not get this off me all night long. <laughs> Ooh. No lot. No lot. Don't do it, son. Amen. Remember, Lot's wife. So, <laughs> Lot gets down there after all that mess happens. And he tells his wife, said, honey, we got to get out of here. The angel says, God is going to destroy this place. This time tomorrow, there won't be no Sodom. Amen. Oh, you know what happened? Amen. She didn't believe him. She, she never seen God, amen, really act on his word. She'd been in Sodom too long. Somebody said, amen, I'll wait. I'm going to live. I can take the people I've witnessed to. I've preached on street corners with people with track marks up and down their arms. We pioneered for 13 long years. And I've dealt with people addicted on drugs. I've dealt with all sorts of people. Amen. They say, I'll pray one day. Amen. I'll get right with one day. Amen. Jesus said, remember Lot's wife. Amen. She got sensitized to the sin of Sodom. She got sensitized. Amen. To the wickedness of that city. Great God, angels are standing at your door. Angels have you by the hand leading you out of Sodom. Don't look back. And she still looked back. You ain't going to change on your deathbed. You ain't going to change your mind and live for God when you can't do it right now in the presence of God. Oh. I'm done. Right here. Two minutes. So, so, amen. They get to leading her out. And they said, you got two commands. We're getting you out of here, Brother Milliken. Don't look back. Amen. She could not believe God was going to destroy that place. Yeah, yeah, the wicked man tried to beat her door down yesterday. Yeah, sin was all around. But when she got up that morning, Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah, they were eating, they were drinking, they were married, they were giving him. He listed all these things. He said, that's the way it was in Lot's day. He said, they lived life. She got up that morning, and she smelled the bakery down the street. She got up that morning, and that restaurant had breakfast cooking. She got up that morning, and she seen the merchants selling the products. She got up that morning, and life was like it was every day. And she said, I don't believe God is going to destroy this place. The angel pulling on her said, let's get out of here. Don't look back. Don't look back. Don't look back. 
and she still had that desire. Sodom in her heart. She still looked back. Amen. Well, you head with me. I'm done here. Lord, I thank you for this opportunity to preach to this crowd. Amen. It was not my intention whatsoever to damper the mood of this service. It was only my intention, God. Amen. To preach what I felt like. Thus saith the word of the Lord for me in this time slot they give me today. And God, I pray if there is one in this house that has their eyes looking back. God, I pray if there's a young person that Sodom is pulling on. God, I pray if there's a mom and dad that's thinking about leaving. Amen. That anointed church and that anointed pastor. God, I pray, Lord, that you'd stir them. Amen. It's Jesus, when Jesus said to remember something, you better remember, remember Lord's wife. Oh, God. Woo. Won't you raise your hand in this house and thank God for this service thus far. Lord, we thank you, Jesus.